Luke chapter 1, beginning at verse 5. Gracious God, we honor you for another day's journey. We thank you for bringing us once again to your house. We bless you for a mind to worship. We ask now that as we assemble in this virtual sanctuary and in between these consecrated walls that you would move among us once again. As you've always done for your people, we ask that you would show up here, make yourself known, meet the needs in the house, and then stir the spirits of your people that we might know what time it is. Because Father, as we discern the times, we can go forth and diligently do the things that you've called us to do. And so now we ask that you would give us listening ears that we may hear your word. And that in hearing we would believe on the report of scripture. And that in believing we would take the principles and truths that we're learning and apply those things to our lives. And that we would be able to reap the harvest that comes from our obedience. Thank you God more than ever that you're training us even the more to be the light of the world. Help us to embrace that mandate in the earth and go forth and be the kind of ambassadors that would please you. We give you praise, honor, and glory for what you're going to do. Strengthen now this human vessel that I might stand up big in the Holy Ghost and that you might use me to your glory. Not under me, but under you be all of the glory. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, amen. Luke chapter 1, beginning at verse 5, it says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah. And his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren. And they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed uh, uh, the uh, priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost 
even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. We thank God for the reading of his word. I want to really lift up verse 7. And they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren. And they were both now well stricken in years. I'm going to tag this text. God can still do it. Amen. Just, just lift your hands and say, my God can still do it. He can still, he can still do it. I want to declare by the spirit of God this morning that we are serving a God who is alive and well. The God has not fallen any in his ability to perform the miraculous in your life. Everything that God has ever been able to do, he can still do it. I want you to know he can still heal, he can still open doors, he can still make ways, he can still breathe upon uh, your dead places. He can come in and saturate your dry places. He is the God who wants you to maintain your high expectation because he can still do it. Now, some of you have been believing God for some things that have not fully manifested yet. You've been praying this year. You've been declaring this year. You've been asking the Lord uh, to show up uh, in an area of your life. Some of you, it is multiple areas of your life that you've been asking the Lord to do something. And I want you to know God can still do it, even if you have not experienced it yet he can still do it even if it has not manifested yet he can still do it some of you have been in the waiting room for some time now but I want you to know you can wait with joy because your God can still do it the God of the Bible can still do it I, I don't care how long it's been he can still do it I, I don't care how difficult it has become he can still do it some people are dealing with even as I'm speaking a critical situation but I don't even care how critical it is he can still do it I don't care how tall it stands God can still do it God still possesses all of the wherewithal to get it done he's still fully capable this is what I've come to tell you in this hour. It's time to keep your faith strong. This is no time to surrender on the battlefield. This is no time to start caving in. This is no time to buckle under the pressures of life. I've come to tell you that God can still do it. Don't start doubting now. Don't start falling apart now. Don't start caving in now because God can still do it. Oh, yes, he can. I want you to know we're nearing here uh, the end of the year 
but I want you to understand, amen, God can still do it. You know, I'm talking about the close out special and how the Lord moves in the midst of his people. And I want you to know there yet days in the year. And even if it's not happened yet, don't mark out what God will do in 2022. He can still work a miracle before the end of the year. He can still open up a major door before the end of the year. He can still blow on some things before the end of the year. Baby, I'm here to tell you that the closeout special is still good and God wants you to keep your expectation for 2022 high. Come on here right on down to 1159 on December the 31st. Come on, God wants you to keep your expectation high because he can still do it. Right up to the close of the year, God is going to be performing miracles for his people. Oh, come on here. I'm here to tell you this is no hour to throw away your expectation. This is no time to walk out on your faith. This is no time to start doubting God. This is no time to back up on the promises of scripture. I want you to know the promises of God are still good as they concern you. And if you stay in faith he can still do it if you've got the faith God's got the miracle oh come on here come on if you've got the expectation God can make it possible somebody give him praise honor and glory right there come on say my God can still do it now I'm going to start doubting now uh, I understand that some folk don't want to go along with me, but guess what? I know my God can still do it, and this is why you've got to know God for yourself. Come on, it's good to have people that connect with you in faith, amen, but in case they fall off, you got to have the faith to keep on going, and I want you to know if you keep going, God can still do it. God can still make it happen. God can step in the middle come on to what seems to be a, a, a broken situation things are incurable things that cannot turn things that cannot flip God can step in and still do it I'm telling you, I feel this in my spirit, amen, that you ought to be holding on to faith and expectation until the last day and the last minute, come on here, of uh, this 2022 year, and then when you go over into the new year, go into it with new 2023 expectation, because God, come on here, says this is an era of miracles that we have entered into, the fields are right and they're ready for harvesting and God is sending forth laborers come on here and the laborers that God is sending forth have to be the light of the world that's why we can't keep bringing up the rear that's why we can't keep living beneath what God has called us to that's why we cannot be average come on here because we've got a harvest to draw it ain't just about us God wants to shine on us so that we can be the light for him. See, the blessing of the Lord coming to you really has a kingdom purpose attached to it. 
I need you to get that. I said the blessing of the Lord coming to you has a kingdom purpose attached to it. It's not, amen, praise God, for self-exaltation. It's not just, amen, for you to say, look at what I'm doing. No, no, that, 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 that's good. Amen, praise God. But that's not what we're talking about here. The world needs to see a church. Come on, I've been talking this the last few uh, months and I've been telling you that there is a difference between the world and the church. We are the light of the world and we the church have been called to walk by faith and not by sight. But it is not so with the world. The Bible is clear about that the world needs to see. And you're never going to draw a world if they don't see the hand of God and the demonstrating uh, the power of God being demonstrated in your own own life come on here he said let your light so shine come on here before men that they may what see it is important that they see oh come on here they don't just need to see others that don't know God prospering they need to see people who serve God people who are being faithful to God they need to see your life being fruitful they need to see you overcoming come on here don't nobody want to be a part of anything defeated don't nobody want to be a part of anything always depressed don't nobody want to be a part of anything failing God said I've got to lift you up to the kingdom standard so that you can go forth and reach the harvest they ain't gonna just see it in the street they gonna see it manifesting upon the saints and God is doing it big too and God is doing it big too and I said and God is doing it big too I said God is doing it big too God is doing a major thing mega grace has been released over and above is coming to those who have been obedient to God he's doing it for his glory come on here and for the sake of the harvest we've got to go out and reach them and when we go out there we're not gonna just have talk we're gonna have something to show for it we're gonna be able to say I am an example of what the Lord can do and people are going to look at your life and see how the power of God has transformed it this is it here God says to tell them I can still do it The text introduces us then to a priest and his wife. They are both righteous before the Lord. They are individuals who have devoted themselves to the service of the Lord. And this is what I want to say that there are few lessons that we can learn as we look at our text here. And I want to show you the importance of, 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 of how you can walk forth and receive what God has for your life knowing that he can still do it. Now, now there's several lessons that we want to uh, look at the text and get 
remain here. I love what the text says about Zacharias and his wife Elizabeth that they were righteous before God and they walked blamelessly into uh, the commandment and the ordinances of the Lord. Come on, the first thing I want to tell you is to remain serious about your walk with God. Remain serious about your walk with God. I need somebody to grab this here. See, this is no hour for casual and complacent saints. Come on here. That, that, that your, your, your relationship with God ought to be serious to you. Oh, come on here. That, that, that your relationship with God ought to be a priority to you. This is what I love here. The text said that Zacharias and Elizabeth, they walk blamelessly in the commandment of the Lord and in the ordinances of the Lord. They were two individuals that were serious about their walk with God. They were not casual. They were not in it halfway. Come on here. They, they, they were all the way in. They were people, come on here, who did not only serve God out of convenience. Come on here. But this is what I love. They, they were all the way in for the Lord. And this is the hour. We got to get all the way in. Come on, put both feet into being faithful to God. Oh, come on here. Don't serve God half-heartedly. Don't give God your leftovers. Give him your best. I need somebody that'll grab it right there. A God that has been so good to you. You've got, you ought to give him your best. Oh, come on here. Now, now this is what I'm telling you. If we were ever in the world, and we were, we served a devil that was trying to kill us, and we gave him our best. Oh yes you did. You were religiously and faithfully committed to doing what the enemy wanted you to do. You went to the places he wanted you to do, go. You did things he wanted you to do. Come on here. And when you were in sin, you committed. Oh y'all ain't saying nothing here. Come on here. Anybody in here, come on, knows that, that that's the truth here. When you sin, you sinned. When you sin, you went all out. When you were out there, you were out there. And come on here, you were living it up. Come on here. And you did that for a devil that only had an agenda to steal, kill, and destroy. And if I could give my best to a devil that tried to kill me, I ought to do even better for a God that gave me life. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him honor. I need about 10 that lets the devil know I'm not going to turn down. I'm going all out for the Lord. Lift your hands and give him praise. Lift your hands and give him honor. He's been so good. I've got to give him my best. See, when you have been chosen to be the light of the world, you must mind the way you live. This is something here. Let me say that again. When you have been chosen to be the light of the world, you must mind the way you live. Oh, come on here. See, see God says, I want your best. 
Come on here. Your, your, your life will be blessed if you give God your best. Come on here. What, what are you talking about, Pastor? I'm talking about getting in the Word and let God's Word get in you. Come on here. I'm talking to somebody here. The old saints used to tell us that. You get in the Word and let the Word get in you. Come on here. They, they were trying to tell us what the Scriptures told us. Abide in the Word and let His words abide in you. Somebody give Him praise right there this is what i've come to tell you we've got to get serious about our walk with god god is not looking for casual believers he's looking for committed ones come on here see, see you know what i found out satan loves sometimes he says but let me inform you that living for the lord was never intended to be a part-time thing I know I'm preaching here right now. I said living for the Lord was never intended to be a part-time thing. God never intended for you to live for him. Come on here just for a few days of the week. Come on here. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. God dwells in you. When God saved you, you became his property. And like Elizabeth and Zacharias, God wants you to live live all out for him live for the Lord unashamedly live for the Lord unapologetically live for him with all you got cause this is what I know if you live for the Lord he'll show up and do large things in your life I'm telling you I've been up against so much my life has been on the thread Come on, I can tell you stuff that I have encountered as I've tried to do the will of God. I am a miracle. Come on here. And every now and then, I've got to remind the devil I didn't come here on flowery beds of ease. It was God that took care of me. And if you're faithful to God, he'll be faithful to you. Do I have a witness here? I can tell you, I've had enemies. I've been under times where they tried to destroy me in multiple ways. But I'm here to tell you, God was on my side. Oh, come on here. And nothing beats living a clean life. It don't mean you're perfect, but you've got to learn how to live unspotted before the world. Come on here. I'm here to tell you, in this hour, we need committed saints. It means that you get mature and your stuff ain't hanging out. You honor the commandment of the Lord. Come on. And God wants us to come up in our quality of living. Oh, come on here. If you love Jesus, you ought to show some signs. And it's something about having a connection with God out of a pure heart. 
that you can say like Jesus when he stood at the grave of Lazarus he said to them the father always hears me when I pray we, we got it like that we connected on that level Come on here. And, and I'm not asking for miracles because God got to prove anything to me. Come on here. God has already proven himself. Jesus stepped out on the scene. He said, Father, you know how me and you do. But so that these may believe. Oh, come on here. See, see, now I mean it because I want somebody else to see what God has shown me, what God has done in my life. And this is what I'm telling you here. When you obey God, you can overthrow the devil. When you obey God, none of your opposition can keep the upper hand. That even under your threats, I've been under great threat in my life. Amen. Praise God. People uh, uh, talking about we're going to kill him. Looking at my house, coming down to see where I live. I think after a while, I start scaring them. They be looking, trying to intimidate me. I throw up my hand and get in the cartel. After a while, they said, that boy is crazy. He either believe what he's saying or he just crazy. I'm talking about living for the Lord and how he'll take care of you. Come on. There was a time I was under such threat and I was uh, in a situation where man was uh, uh, threatening me and giving me a couple of weeks to vacate the pulpit. He said, tell him I want him to get out and I want him to leave. Elder, you know about this and several of you. And it got to the place that even in the church, people were scared to come. And I had to get deputies to come and sit in the service because people were scared of what he would do. And God did for me what I'm doing here right now. I have my eyes closed, sweat dropping. He said, he said tell him I, I'll kill him and he'll never know what's coming because he don't open his eyes. And God gave me boldness. I said, God, what do you want me to do? He said, go back and lift the standard. I closed my eyes, went back in there, stood behind the holy desk. Come on here. Some of them folk been gone. And I'm still up here with my eyes closed and sweat falling. Come on, I'm just trying to tell y'all something because y'all be worried about the wrong thing. Put your energy on pleasing God. He'll handle everything coming up against you. Get your eyes off them and put your eyes on him. If God said you can have it, they can't stop it. If God ordained you to succeed, they can't shut it down. I've come to tell you, God can still do it. Don't let them get you deep rail don't let them get you sidetracked trust in the lord he'll fight your battle
and there are folk that came to me that said, I thought you would be dead. I thought you'd be gone. Because usually the people that was against you, when they said, we're going to get you one way or the other. But you know what? God showed me in that. Live for me. If you live for me wherever I allow your feet to plant, I'll fight for you. Come on here. And I'm telling you, some of you are in a dilemma. Some of you are in a trial. But let me tell you, when your walk pleases God, he'll work wonders in your life. Lift your hands and say, my God can still do it. Baby, even if it looked like they're skipping over you, God can still do it. Come on here. Even when it looks like they're looking, amen, at somebody else and you're never getting your recognition, God can still do it. And when God lifts you, it'll be higher than where man can put you. So this is it here. They kept living blamelessly before the Lord. Because the truth is, they can't stop what God has destined to succeed. Come on here. God is far more powerful than your warfare. Come on here. When you, when you stay in alignment with the will of God, you can overcome any attack. So, so when you're serious about uh, uh, serving the Lord, when you obey God, you'll walk in the kind of authority that overthrows the enemy. Come on here. So live your best life for Jesus. Live your best life for him. You, you've been so blessed, you ought, to, you ought to be willing to give God your best. And this is what I found out. Devils can sense when your walk with God is serious. See, when you honor the Lord, he will keep uh, taking your, lie, your lives to new levels in him. So, so this is something here. Now, now I want to say this uh, next thing that, that, that we find out from the text number two. Uh, number one, you got to be serious with, about your relationship with God. But number two, we find out from the text that even the righteous will encounter rough seasons. This is something here because the best of saints will face challenges. You don't have to do anything wrong. To go through a rough spot. See, see, you, you don't have to sin to find yourself in a storm. And the text bears this out. Zacharias and Elizabeth were well stricken in years, but Elizabeth was barren. Even though Elizabeth was an honorable woman of God, righteous before the Lord, blameless in the commandments and ordinances of God, the text says that she was barren. She could have no children. She lived, watch this, in a culture that saw barrenness as a sign or a symbol of divine disfavor. So they said, you know, because people, you know, love to pass judgment on you based on your circumstances. Come on here. But, but you can't judge me based on my circumstance. Come on here. Because my circumstances do not define me. 
she would have been viewed by many around her as being under a curse from God. Oh, come on here. Because, you know, when you going through, people going to make it what they want it to be. Come on here. They going to figure out 10,000 reasons why you going through. This is something here. But, but, but the text tells me that, that, that she is barren. And see, when, when you understand this, you would understand she would have been the subject of whispers and negative words. Because see, sadly, some people take pleasure in highlighting the very things that, 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 that they think will hurt others. Oh, come on here. See, but this is what I know. God will make you strong. Oh, yes, he will. See, see, the enemy wanted to highlight the affliction. Come on here. And the enemy wants to highlight your affliction. But this is what I'm telling you here. The enemy wants to highlight your affliction, hoping that he can get you to bow to insecurity. Y'all know what I'm talking about? So that the thing, the area uh, that you are inf- uh, afflicted in, the enemy is hoping that it will breed insecurity in your life. That you, you won't feel secure. That, that, that you'll always be feeling you're not enough. You're not good enough. Come on here. And, and you know when you start feeling like that, you, you, you let opportunities pass you by. You, you, you end up backing up. Come on here. When God wants you to move forward. And this is what I'm telling you here. Don't let your affliction cause you to land in a place of insecurity. You are somebody in God despite what what the storm is doing come on here you are somebody in the savior and in the savior you are fully secure i love that old song come on leaning on jesus the everlasting arms it says safe and secure that's what i'm talking about you are secure fully secure in the savior somebody giving praise honor and glory right there all of your inadequacies are covered in God's sufficiency. I wish I had somebody that would grab it right there. Come on, I know that's a whole lot. But I want you to every place where you feel that you are inadequate. It's covered in God's sufficiency. You might feel inadequate. But God is all sufficient. And this is what I'm telling you here. Come on here. That God says every place where you feel like you don't measure up in me you are somebody in me the difference is made up come on here every now and then I'll tell you about what God will do in your life every now and then I think back come on here on being a child and going to the community stores and I've said it several times but it came up again you know I go to the community stores and when I got in the store I would always want to get more than I had money for sometimes my eyes would be bigger than my money come on here and this is what I love there were 
times I step up to the counter and the lady would count out the coins I had and she would say this is not enough you got to decide what you gonna put back come on here but every now and then there would be somebody that would be standing in line behind me that said oh let him have it whatever he don't have I make up the difference and that's what I'm telling you God said look here in your own strength you can't get it but I'm here to tell you by my grace I said let them have it whatever they don't have I make up the difference I need a praiser right there cause there's some of you here the enemies tried to make you wallow in insecurity but I want you to know don't focus on what you don't have thank God for what you do have oh come on here because God said if you keep going forth this is for about 25 of you I'm about to make up the difference they gonna wonder where you came from they gonna wonder where you got your training from they gonna wonder who you are because God said I'm gonna step in and make up the difference lift your head open your mouth and give your God a shout right there she was afflicted she was in a rough spot but even in the rough spot God can still do it lift your head open your mouth and give your God a shout right there in the text the woman is barren but it's not just about barrenness it is a symbol of the challenges and the trials that we face in this life and somebody listening to me you're in a hard place you're dealing with something that you'd rather not but I've come to tell you in every challenge God prevails I need a praiser that'll lift your hand right there your back may be against the wall your body may be afflicted but I dare you to holler God can still do it your children and grandchildren may be under attack but God can still do it your ministry might be under assault but God can still do it your mind might be under attack your peace might be challenged but whatever it is I've come to tell you God 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 can still do it and he will do it for you God moves in mysterious ways and wonders to perform he plants his footstep in the sea and he rides on every storm he 
still can. He still can. He still can. Tell the storm. God still can. Tell the challenge. God still can. Tell the sickness. God still can. Tell the obstacle. God still can. I've come this morning to declare in Philippi. God still can. God still can. God still can. Somebody lift your voice and give your God a still can praise. A still can praise. A still can praise. A still can praise. God still can. God still can. God still can. Black that devil of God still he still can. 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 And he will. And he will. And he will. Over and above. And he will. Overthrow. And he will. Increase. And he will. Expansion. He still can. He still can. God still can. If you just hold on long in here, he still can. Just ride out this little wave. He still can. Come on, lift your hand and say, that's my word. My God still can. God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel something breaking loose. It's not too hard. It's not too far God. I need a mama. I need a daddy. I need a grandmama. You gotta lift your head. And with all you got going on, say God still can. 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 He still can. He still can. He still can. He still can. You are not here by chance. God wants you to know he still can. Lift your head and shout for your house. Not only is God going to bless your life, he's coming after your bloodline. Come on. This praise is for my bloodline. Oh. 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 I know they've not been stable for a while, but God said, praise me. I'm going after your whole bloodline. I'm reaching down after your son after your daughters i'm going after the bloodline the bloodline the bloodline the bloodline blood 
see you know what the devil wants you to focus on the generational curse and he wants you to ignore the generational blessed I'm past my children no curse I'm a child of God and I release the generational blessing over my life wish I had somebody over my bloodline over my bloodline over my bloodline blessed in the city blessed in the field blessed in my going in my coming that's what I'm talking about I release over my seed the generational blessed blessed as God has been with me may he be with them as God delivered me may he deliver them as God answered my prayer may he answer their prayer as God revealed himself to me may my sons and daughters come to know him I release over my bloodline the generational blessing 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 may the blessing chase them may the blessing run them down may the blessing put them in a corner may the blessing overtake them i release the generational blessing oh still can God still can he still can he still can he said to encourage your mama encourage your grandmama encourage your daddy tell him I still can I I still can you keep trusting me I still can you keep living for me I still can I still can I still can as bad as it's been as ugly as it's gotten I still See, this is it. Even the righteous will encounter some rough spots. But your inadequacies are no match for God's sufficiency. Wherever you are inadequate, God is all sufficient. And he said, I'm going to make up the difference for you. Come on. Some of you are looking at your affliction, but I can't do this and I can't do that. He said, I knew that when I called you. Moses, I knew you couldn't talk when I called you. Come on here. Mo, you know, I, I knew you had an issue. That's why I called you. So you wouldn't depend on yourself. You would depend on 
God said, I want you to praise me because this year I'm going to give you what you need. You going into the new year with new confidence. I'm getting ready to shock you. I'm getting ready to do something amazing in your life. You just watch me. I am the God who can. I am the God who can. I take the least likely and do something large in their lives. Take the underdog and make them overcomers. That's what I do. I take them who've been looked over and I do something mighty in their lives. I need you to give him praise right there because God getting ready to help you work what you got. Work what you got. Work what you got. It may not be what they have, but I'm going to work it to the best of my ability. I'm going to work it until God gets satisfied. I'm going to work it till heaven get pleased. I'm going to work it till lives are changed. I'm going to work it until people see God. Somebody praise him right there. So this is it, this is it, this is it. It is, it is understanding that even the righteous will go through rough seasons. And don't, 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 don't let people make you feel bad because you're facing a battle. Stop looking down on yourself because of what you don't have. You got enough left to make it. The words of the Lord strengthen what remains. So that you are somebody, despite what's going on around you, you are not defined by your warfare, you're defined by God's word. Come on here. Outside of all that stuff, you are somebody. So this is it here. Don't let their negative words stop you from winning. See, because what they don't know is that the challenge is what helped the champion in me to come forth. I didn't know what I was capable of until I went through a hard place. Oh, come on here. This is something here. Sometimes life will deal you a hand that if you had the choice, you wouldn't have picked. But what do you do when life deals you a hand you don't prefer? You look at somebody and tell them, just play your hand. You play your hand. 
Raise your hand. There's a grace on you. Come on, I know they say I couldn't do that because it ain't your hand. I don't see how you do that. God gave me the grace for my hand. Even when life deals you a hand you don't want, you can still win. Come on here. And some of the people who live the best seem to be dealt the most challenging hand. You know what? And God has taken me through situations where I've now learned his grace at a different level. You know why? Because of the hand I've had to play. Come on. Come on. And I'm going to encourage some of you all because it ain't just you. God has taught me how to do what I do. Go home and minister to two special needs kids. Come on here. That, that, you know, I, I don't sit up talking about, you know, I'm a man of God and this shouldn't have happened in my life. And Lord. God said when I gave you them kids, I gave you the grace to do whatever needed to be done. Just, just look at three people, tell them, play your hand. Play your hand. Play your hand, baby. Come on here. Play it until God bless it. Play it until God get in the midst of it. Come on here. I thank God for the hand that he dealt me. If it were me, I wouldn't have picked it. I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't have chosen that hand. But he knows the way I take. And when he have tried me, that hand has brought me to a new level of prayer. That hand has taught me things about the grace of God I would have never experienced. It was that hand. Hey. You play your hand. That's what champions do. I've been waiting 13 years for my daughter to talk. But you know what I'd say? God can still do it. Oh, come on here. That, that, that's what I'm telling you. You know what? We ain't here to have no pity parties about what we've been dealt. Because in all these things, we are hooping our tail. We are super conquerors. We are more than conquerors. And you know what? I visualize her talking. Come on here. I dream about her talking. I declare she's gonna talk. Come on here. And every year, God gives me more grace. While I'm in the waiting room, I keep telling myself, he can still do it. God can still do it. Come on here. I 
I'm giving praise right there. I don't know what hand you've been dealt, but I know this is God allowed it. You got the grace to play it. Now get up and play your head. Rise up and play your head. Lift your hands right there and give your God a shout. Come on here. Can't nobody play that head like you. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him adoration. I don't know where your affliction is, but there's no place where you're afflicted that God has not provided you the grace to overcome. I'm telling you what I live. I'm telling you what I know. God gives you the grace to play your hand. He still can. He still can. And mind you, that while I'm in the waiting room, I'm praying for other people's kids and some of them are instantly being healed. Come on here. God's still letting me know that he's in the blessing business and that what he's doing at their house and what he's doing for others when my due season comes, he still can. I need a praiser right there. Come on here. Because God wants you to know he can still do it in your house. It's not too late. He still can. It's not so critical. He still can. No matter what the doctor said. No matter what the report is. No matter what your ministry looks like. He still can. I dare you to lift your hands right there and say God still can. Say God still can. Say God still can. Now I want you to look at your hand and give God a praise for your hand. 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 It was dealt to me. And if I was dealt the hand, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna show you how to win with a crooked hand. I'm gonna show you how to win with an uneven hand. I'm gonna show people God has chosen me to show the world you can win with what they call the bad hand. Lift your hand, open your mouth, and give God a shout right there. I'm gonna lift your hand and say, God still can, God still can. And God's gonna just swoop in. Because this is what it's done. 13 years have exercised my faith. Not made me bitter, but better. And I've learned how to stop saying, Why me? and thank God He could trust me with it. <laughs> what used to bring me to tears has brought me to a greater place of trust and I want y'all to know that some of y'all listening and you're saying I just don't like this hand 
it's a tough hand. I know it's tough. It's a difficult hand. They, they don't even know what it takes for some of y'all to get up and come in here. And some of y'all, when you be praying and when you, you know, you lose sight on everything because God kept you all week long. And with the hand that you were playing, most people would have caved in. But God kept you from caving. And I'm telling you that God's getting ready to visit that hand. about to bless what you call the bad head I need a praiser that'll give him a shout a praise right there he's doing it in my house he's doing it in your house there's no house that's gonna be left out I have high expectation God is making house calls he's doing supernatural deliverance and my name is on the schedule I've come to praise him because it's still can I got to go but I need about 10 of you to put a praise right there put a praise right there put a praise this is it my next thing is this don't stop worshiping don't skimp on your worship Worst thing you can do in warfare, stop worshiping. Keep meeting with God. Elizabeth was barren. But despite her barrenness, she was loyal. She never stopped living for the Lord. Like Job, she never charged God foolishly. See, don't let your, 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 your issue interfere with what you give God. Come on here. Barren and all, Elizabeth continued to bless the Lord. Oh, come on here. See, don't let your disappointments keep you from delighting yourself in the Lord. I don't care what comes in life. You keep going in the Lord. I'm telling you, I believe that this is the hour and I'm going to talk about this even more today that, that, that worship has to be strong. Don't skimp on your worship. It can save your life. Elizabeth keeps living righteously, keeps obeying the commandment, and Zacharias shows up at the temple. Her husband shows up for duty. Why wasn't he protesting? If you don't do such and such, God, I'm not coming. Despite his dilemma, he keeps showing up for God. He shows up at the temple, at the place of worship. He showed up to do his duty. 
He came out to the temple to do his priestly functions. He was in a, 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 the place of the temple, the place where God resides. He was in the place of worship, the meeting place of God. He was faithful in offering his worship. He was determined to worship. He was intentional about his worship. And God wants us to be intentional about our worship. The text teaches us that when you are consistent in your worship, it'll lift your life to another level. When, 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 uh, when, when God is consistently worshipped, it'll change the whole view you have of life. Come on here. When, when, when you worship the Lord, you start looking at life through a different lens. Oh, come on here. Some of y'all know you don't see things the way you used to. God has given you grace. Hallelujah. To maintain your faith in places that you used to fall out. When God is consistently lifted, burdens become lighter. Oh, come on here. When, when, when you, you keep showing up for God, God will show out for you. While Zacharias was at the temple worshiping, the Bible said the angel of the Lord showed up on the right side of the altar. You know something powerful getting ready to go on. He was just in there worshiping. Doing what he was supposed to do. He was in his place of worship. And see, worship will set off powerful stuff. While he was in there worshiping, the angel of the Lord showed up. Shocked him. And, and, and God began to deal with him. Because see, when you commune with God, he'll come through for you. This is it. This is what the angel said to him. You've been heard. That's my next point. You've been heard. Don't stop worshiping. You've been heard. Your prayers have been heard. Now, you know, this is the thing. Zacharias is well stricken in age. He's well up in his senior years. So, so these have not been immediate prayers. These are prayers that he has prayed some time ago that he's probably now just hung up on the shelf and says, you know, because how, how time does you. You say, well, I guess God didn't mean that for me. But I kind of tell you, never give up. God never stops hearing the prayers of his children. And I'm here to tell you, that's why you can be confident that he can still do it. The prayers of the righteous always register with God. The angel of the Lord said, God heard your prayer concerning Elizabeth. God heard your specific prayers. The Lord said to me, he said, the saints are starting to pray specific prayers. 
Y'all ain't just been praying general stuff. Y'all been asking the Lord to do some specific things. And God says, I'm getting ready to answer some specific prayers. Come on, I need you to get this here. Some of you have been praying and you have a focal point. And God's getting ready to move on some specific prayer. And this is what I've come to tell you. Those specific prayers you prayed have been heard. Those specific prayer requests you've made before God have been heard. Those specific petitions you have rendered to God have been heard. God has heard you. He's heard your specific prayers and something supernatural is about to take place. I need you to give him praise right there. God said I heard the prayer of your wife and uh, that you prayed for your wife and you shall your wife shall bear a son things are getting ready to turn in your favor that's what I'm telling you God said I heard the specific prayer some of you have prayed specifically for your house specifically for your relationship specifically that God would move come on here on your body that he would heal you of some disease come on here and I'm here to tell you God has heard your prayer he's heard you come on here and he wants you to be confident that not only has he heard you he can still do it and he will somebody praise him right there God stepped in and said I heard it and I want you to know something is getting ready to flip something is getting ready to change I know it's been a long time but this is what I've come to tell you I'm going to do it for you maybe you've forgotten maybe you stopped requesting maybe you stopped asking but God said no prayer that the righteous sin to me do I look over oh come on here the effectual servant prayers of the righteous still avail much I need you to give him praise right there and see this is what I'm telling you through your prayers God's about to do it keep your petition strong keep your prayer of faith strong keep reminding God of his word come on here because God still can this is my next point come on here and I'm getting ready to close here the grace of God is about to do some major things the grace of God will perform some major things the text says that that the angel says to Zacharias I want you to look here now I'm getting ready to give your wife Elizabeth a son and I'm going to give her this son come on here but I want you to do this you can't name him what you want to name him come on here you can't name him come on here some family name but this is what I want you to do when this baby comes forth you're going to name him John I need a praise right there God said this baby I'm getting ready to produce this baby I'm getting ready to give you you're, you're going to have a name for him and I'm going to give you the name 
call him John. The name John means grace. It is the masculine form of Hannah. John means grace. God said when this baby comes forth, name him grace. Oh, come on here. You can't name him just anything. When everybody asks you what's his name, say his name is grace. Come on here. Name him what you just received. Name him what's about to come through for you. Come on here. See, God's getting ready to produce something. But when it comes forth, you're going to call it grace. I wish I had a praise in here. God's getting ready to do some expansions. But when it comes forth, you're going to call it grace. God's getting ready to give increase. But when it comes to fruition, you shall name it grace. Come on here. This one, my friends, that was grace. This was not my family. That was grace. This was not my money. It was grace. I need a praiser right here. God's getting ready to show off in your life. And the grace of God is about to do major things. Somebody give him praise right there. Come on here. God's getting ready to do something. I'm just telling you. I'm getting ready to testify. I'm getting ready to come in and tell the church something. And when I tell it, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. His name going to be Grace. The name of the testimony going to be Grace. The name of the breakthrough is going to be Grace. The name of the turnaround is going to be Grace. The name of the healing is going to be Grace. Somebody give him praise. Because the favor of God is about to perform some major things in your life call the baby grace call the baby grace God's getting ready to do something major and all you gonna say it was grace it was grace it was grace it was grace I'm done today the Bible said that the Lord told the angel of the Lord Oh, Zacharias, name it grace, name it grace, by the power of grace, God's gonna do it, by the power of grace, he's gonna heal it, by the power of grace, he's gonna perform it, the grace of God can get it done, what human hands cannot accomplish, grace is about to make it happen, what the doctors could not do, grace is about to make it happen, those places that they couldn't heal, grace is about to heal it, lift your hand, open your mouth, and thank God for the manifestation of his grace, of 
his grace, of his grace, there's about to be a special delivery of mega grace falling on your life. And when it comes forth, you shall name for baby grace. I've got to quit here. And the Lord said to the angel, what's about to come forth? He shall give you joy and gladness. The grace of God is about to manifest. And God said, what I'm about to do is going to give you joy and gladness. Some of you had smiled on the inside in a good while. But just like God did for Sarah, you're about to laugh again. God's getting ready to restore your joy, give you the laugh back in your inner man. Come on here. God's getting ready to do something so mighty that the joy and the gladness of God will overtake your life. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him honor. You watch what I tell you. I know you've been smiling and I know you got a couple of laughs, but some of you, the laugh in your inner man needs to be restored. God's going to give you a joy that won't turn off. God's going to give you a gladness that won't go out. And when they ask you what's going on, you'll simply say, he has made me glad. I will rejoice. He has made me glad. Grace is about to make you glad. Lift your head. Open your mouth. I'm giving praise. I said the laugh of your inner man is being restored. The gladness of your heart. The merriness of your inner man is about to spring forth. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. Not only will it bring joy, it will be great. This won't be mine. God's about to do a major thing in your life. And thirdly, God's about to leave you with an awesome testimony. The grace of God is about to leave you with an awesome testimony. He's going to leave you. Grace going to leave you with joy and gladness. Grace going to leave you. Come on with something greater. And grace going to give you an awesome testimony when you tell people about what the Lord has done their lives will be impacted for the kingdom of God God's given you a testimony 
that's going to touch the lives of other people. And this is it right here. I want you to know that God is getting ready to silence the naysayers. That's my last point. God is getting ready to silence the naysayers. And Zacharias, when he heard the report of the Lord, he said to God, how can this be? You know how old I am? God said, look here. I'm going to cause you not to speak. I'm getting ready to give your wife a miracle. I'm not going to let you mess up her miracle. God put Zacharias on mute. Come on here. Pastor, what you saying? They gonna still be talking, but it won't even face you. They gonna still be running their mouth, but it won't even matter. It's gonna be just like they're saying nothing this time. God's determined to heal you. God's determined to bless you. God's determined to help you. God's determined to do something mighty in your life. Lift your head, open your mouth, give your God a shout right there. Every negative word shall be brought to naught. Every naysayer will not prevail. Your new thing is bringing forth and God will not let negativity stop you from collecting. Lift your voice, open your mouth, go forth, shock them. This time, what you say won't even matter. This time, your doubts won't stop me. This time, negative words will mean nothing. God is giving me a grace to keep going. Lift your hand, open your mouth, seal it, seal it, seal it, seal it. I'm getting ready to quit. I know you're tired, but I want somebody that'll muster up just a little more strength and praise the God who still can. Glorify the God who still can. Rejoice in the God who still can. Come on here. This praise is for your house. This praise is for your health. This praise is for your ministry. This praise is for what God wants to do in this house. Lift your voice. Open your mouth. Shout from your belly. God still can. God still can. God still can. Let the storm rage. Let the wind blow. Let the devil I come. God, 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 when 
at a church at. God still can. God still can. God still can. And I got a word from the Lord. And he will. 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 Receive it for your house. Receive it for your house. Receive it for your house. He will be your healer. He will be your chain breaker. He will be your deliverer. He can and he will. He can and he will. He can and he will. Now watch me win. Watch me win. I said watch me. Watch me win. That's all. That's all, folk. Watch me win. All I do. All I do. All I do in God is win. Is win. Is win. Somebody steal it. Somebody steal it. Somebody steal it. Somebody steal it. Grab your praise and seal it. This is one of those moments you need to participate. Don't just spectate. Don't just look. Don't just watch others. Give God a praise right there. God can anywhere. God can anywhere. God can anywhere. God can anywhere. Tell that hand. God's about to visit your hand. Lift your voice. Open your mouth. What you called a bad hand is about to sin into a blessed hand. God still can. And he will. And he will. And he will. He still can. And he will. After all you've been through, are you still convinced that God can? He still can. And he will. Just look at three people, tell them he can and he will. that stop you in January they will have no effect in the new year it's gonna roll right off you God's determined to bless me and not a one of them can do anything to stop it
want you to trust him. Don't start slacking up. I want everything that 2022 owes me. Pay me. Pay me. Pay me. I let 2023 stand for itself. But I want everything I'm owed. All of it. From 2022. And right up to the last moment. I'm going to be looking for drop offs. Special deliveries. Close out specials. Because God still can. There you go. There you go. That's your faith right there. And he will. By your faith, be it unto you. his name oh bless his name increase expansions doors uncommon favor rare opportunities mega doors Is happening for me. Healing bodies, answering prayer requests, even stuff you put up on the shelf, God is going back through. Going back through the prayer records. And it's turning prayer requests into praise reports. He's doing it all for his glory. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. God still can and he will. Come on, say he still can and he will. Come on, say he still can and he will. I have high expectations.